I thought about changing our opening this week, uh, something more uh, appropriate along these lines. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know you're a wrestling fanatic, so you immediately picked up on the opening, uh, the entrance music. I can hear nothing! Ah, fudge sickles! I don't know what is going on, man. I, I'm so sick of even trying, honestly. Just... <laughs> I just give up. Uh, what I had playing in the background was the opening sequence of The Undertaker as he entered the ring. And it was very solemn, very like a death march. It's called Rest in Peace. And I thought, considering everything that has happened since we last spoke, and it has been a while, that that would be good. But it is not. So we go to our regular opening. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T-Bone. <laughs> And chick proof. Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. I am so happy to be talking to you from this side of the grave. Uh, yeah, I have so many questions. And I have answers, and I have answers for you and everybody else who is listening. I, I have received a lot. I've received a lot of attention. And I wasn't necessarily trying to receive attention. I avoided posting the here's me in the emergency room photos. But uh, on the day of my release from the hospital, I, I did have a beautiful sunrise in my window. And I did share that, not realizing that the uh, location was on there. And then I started getting a whole bunch of what's going on? How are you doing? I hope you're OK. I am alive. That's a. Uh, that's the clarifying statement that I think everyone needs to know. This is not a voice recording. This was not recorded in preparation of my <laughs> anticipated death. This is actually, this is actually me. And for those of you who've been listening, so you see me and you get the outtakes. You, you see what happens that the listeners don't hear. The people right. I work with who also listen may not hear the struggle that I've been going through, but they saw firsthand what I was going through. Let me summarize my entire situation like this. For the last seven months, I've been treated for uh, uh, a back issue, uh, an undetermined, unfigured out back issue. I've gone through everything, some of it for content purposes and some of it because I was really trying to find relief. So uh, me and the Chinese woman hasn't even made the show yet because it was overcome by events. <laughs> In the two weeks preceding this recording, or two and a half weeks preceding this recording, my symptoms were getting worse and worse. I, I bailed out of the resolution rewards challenge, and no one seemed to notice. <laughs> I noticed. I didn't want to say anything in case you were coming back strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last video I did was a TikTok video. It was probably my best one with the most views, and it was the last one. Long story short, uh, on August the 1st, I woke up to the most incredible pain I'd ever felt in a place I had never felt it before. By the end of the day, I had been through a, a, an immediate care center and an emergency room center. But at the end of the day, they just determined there was something wrong with my back and I, I needed to get it fixed. So they sent me to a spine person who sent me to two months of physical therapy. 
And when that wasn't working, I, on my own, went to an acupuncturist, which didn't work. And I've been going to quack chiropractors and real chiropractors and quasi-quack chiropractors. And I uh, had a little Chinese woman walk all over me, which was fun, uh, with no happy ending. Just to be clear, there was no happy ending. And turns out it wasn't my back at all. Basically, I have been suffering through a heart attack for seven months. And uh, yeah, yeah, it, it started on August the 1st and I was told it was a back problem and the way I was relieving the pain and somehow still surviving. Chick Brew, <laughs> I am alive. I am here. Um, but I am a medical miracle right now. It, it was a- So when I said, jokingly, is this a heart attack to <laughs> you several shows ago, I was- You aren't the only one. You aren't the only one who joked about it. I joked about it too, because yeah. I was told, and I kind of believed, obviously, that it was a back issue. So I was suffering through a back issue, and backs are fun to make fun of. Ha ha ha, your back hurts. Hearts are not fun to make fun of. If anybody oh. had known, if anybody had known this was actually a very lengthy heart attack. <laughs> Two weeks ago, it got to the point where I couldn't even drive home. I had to pull off to the side of the road. And what do I do when I was having this happen is I would just stretch and I would crack my back and, and somehow that would find me relief. But like in the last two weeks, I would find myself waking up after stretching. So where I had always been conscious before, I think the pain was actually making me unconscious. And it had just gotten to a point where I, I could no longer function and this was not the way to live life and I, I had to get seen. So when I was going to the emergency room, number one, you'll be proud to know, I let the producer know in advance before going in the door that I was going in. But I did everything I did to calm her nerves, let her know, look, nothing has changed. I'm still experiencing everything I've been experiencing this entire time, nothing has changed. But I need to see somebody, so I'm, I'm going to go to the emergency room. So I did. And they were amazing. The uh, UPMZ University of Pennsylvania Medical Center the staff was amazing. They uh, Once you say the, the right words, they give you the red folder and they get you to the front of the line. And they got me in and they got me seen and they got me the attention that I needed. And by the end of the day, I had received a procedure that not only saved my life, but probably lengthened my life because at, at the current course and speed, it is, it is a miracle that I am alive. Now, as a public service announcement to our listeners and to anybody ever associated with anyone who's ever listened to the show, look, I'm going to say something right now and you might hear it. And then you might spread that to another person and then they might spread it. But somewhere down the line, we might be able to save a life. If you were diagnosed with a back issue and they cannot find the source of the back issue... The heart is incredibly close to the spine and pain from the heart can radiate to the spine. Request another opinion. Ask, ask to speak to someone else. If they can't figure out what is wrong with your spine, everything is where it's supposed to be. Unless the chiropractors, because the chiropractors always, it's always alignment. It's always alignment and it's always your butthole. And, you know, I, I there was a point with the chiropractor where I was like, if he gets any closer to my anus, I am going to thump him. It is just between, I don't mean to degrade anyone's particular profession. 
I'm not using names on purpose, mainly to avoid a lawsuit. But when it's the acupuncturist and when it's the chiropractors, they all like, they like pinch a nerve on you and they pinch it really hard. And like, do you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. That hurts. You don't say that because you're polite. And you, do you feel that? Yes, I feel that. And then the next time oh, they you touch don't? you, the next time they touch you, they don't squeeze as hard. And it's like, does that feel better now? Like, yeah. Yeah, it does. When you don't squeeze it as hard, it does feel better now. But he, he kept focusing on my tuchus, on the inside of my cheeks. He would, like, touch, like, the number two vertebrae on the, I mean, the number C1 up in the top of my neck. And then he would stick his finger in my butt cheek and push it to the left. That feel better now? At your sacrum. Oh, it's pain. all about the sacrum. Yes, the sacrum. Yeah. The, it's really close to a, a non-fun hole. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the sacrum is nowhere near where I was experiencing uh, the heart pain. You know, it's funny because you said, oh, you know, you, you don't say anything to be polite. Literally, every time I've gone to the doctor, I've been like, this is exactly where it hurts. And then they're like, like this. And I'm like, I just told you. <laughs> As Whenever I'm like, this hurts right here, and I point, and I draw a circle around the area that hurts, and then they immediately go with their sharpest fingers. I think that's, I think they have, like, secret talons that they shoot out when you're not looking, and then they stab you right in the circle that you drew. Like, right here? Yeah, like, I just told you exactly where it hurts. And then they look at you like... Oh, it is important for all of us to remember when talking to medical professionals, they do not know what you're going through. Lawyers in a divorce case and medical professionals trying to diagnose you do not know what you're going through. You have to be specific. And I thought I was being specific. But the problem with my specificity is I was pre-diagnosing my back problem and they just agreed. And after the MRIs, and after the CAT scans, and after the x-rays, and after the back specialist, and after all of that, when they couldn't find anything, their next course of treatment wasn't like, okay, now let's look into something else. Their course of treatment was like, oh well, yeah, whatever. Good luck. Good luck. Maybe, maybe you should talk to a chiropractor, is what the spine specialist said. But it's funny because they all have these very specific protocols that they have to follow at all times. And it's funny, too, because it's like watching TV in America, which I know, you know, is funny when you're here and there's commercials for like ice cream. And in America, there's commercials for medication. And you're like, shouldn't my doctor be telling me about this medication if I need it? What, you should not be going to the, you know, it's like I don't go to my teachers and say, hey, by the way, sometimes I do. But this is the right way. It's a broken system where I'm doing two months of physical rehab for a heart issue. None of which, none of which was rehab for my heart. Like there was, they weren't showing me like scary movies or, or like jumping in the room. Like, ah, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> they weren't doing, <laughs> they weren't doing things to condition my heart. You know, I was in physical therapy for two months to fix my back. And the issue was never my back. When they cleared the blockages in my heart, all thoughts of back pain have since disappeared. What's scary for me, well, the whole process is scary for me. Don't let me, don't let me seem so macho like I wasn't absolutely terrified during this. But one of the things that really got me was I have been cracking my back in, in really obscure ways to relieve the pain for so long that now my back's like, hey, buddy, where's that... Uh, Where's that back cracking thing you used to do for us? You, you remember, uh, remember how you used to crack our back every day? Remember when you used to do that? So at the at the stiffening of my spine, I'm like, 
is is this really a back pain thing? I, I mean, you know I'm a hypochondriac to begin with, so put life and death on the line. Oh, never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> and now I'm like a super cautionary hypochondriac. Like, maybe it is, maybe, you know, and... What are you? <laughs> You're no longer, are you a poop or a fart? You're like, is this a back or a heart? Well, bless his heart. One of the people that reached out to me, uh, Mr. Cologne uh, and, and Kimber, Jose and Kimber both reached out to me. And of course, Jose had gone through this, uh, yeah. his version and him and Jack O'Brien. I, I, I'm a, now a member of the club. I didn't know I wanted to be a part of because these are some of the best people I know. And, and if they could survive, so can I. But when uh, Jack had his, they called it a Widowmaker. When uh, Jose had his, they called it a Widowmaker. Me, I'm a little upset about that. Is there no such thing as a Widower Maker? You know? (laughs) Are there there no wives out there dying, leaving widowers? Well. (laughs) Here's the crazy part. Here's the craziest of crazy parts. All right. We are a couple of weeks behind. Why is that, T-Bone? I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we're behind. Because I was dying. I was literally dying, and I didn't want to walk down the stairs anymore, whether it was to, to to go outside and have a smoke or whether it was to take a Zeus outside or whether it was to play Call of Duty or whether it was to edit the show. I didn't want to walk down the stairs because that was triggering a back attack. And then I would walk back up the stairs, and that was triggering a back attack. So I was having, I was avoiding doing things that were causing these attacks. So the last show we did, season 11, episode 28, I never finished editing. I don't have that up yet. And a Karen message, and she was like, where's, what, when is the next show? I was like, oh, we're recording it today. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a little bit behind. And then it, because I was dying, <laughs> we didn't get together when you were in Naples to record another show. So we are running a bit late, and I understand people want consistency. They want it to happen, but if I've ever asked for the, the audience's forgiveness in the past, I have a doctor's note. I have all the scars to prove everything I've been through in the last couple of days. I beg your forgiveness, and I will do my best not to fail you all again. That That is the opening sequence of this The Lunds B Show with T-Bone and Chick Brew. Uh, again, moral of the story, number one. One, I'm alive, and uh, thank you for all of your concern. And number two, when you're talking to your medical team, be specific, but don't diagnose your own problem. Let them do it. That's what you're paying them for. That's the big takeaways I would like people to know and share and understand. When all else fails, go to the emergency room. Oh my God, I'm so glad you're okay. You aren't the only one. I am also very happy that I'm okay. My spouse, believe it or not, very happy that I'm okay. My dog, very upset that it took me a couple of days to come home. I bet he was probably missing you, just panicked. Well, yeah. Uh, You know, my family, my family did, they, they, uh, they, they did a real good job of reaching out, but at the same time giving me space because for, for a lot of the time I did have my phone with me, but I really didn't feel like communicating with anybody because I didn't, you know, when you're starting to worry about what your last text message is going to be or what your last Facebook post is going to be, because 
God knows I've seen this throughout the years. You got a friend. Oh my God, my last text message to you would have been stripping Darth Vader or something. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get better about what I send you. <laughs> well, I, I don't want you to think about it that often. The uh, Damien Robinson uh, from the DNR podcast. It's so funny because, you know, I've been going to the Comedy Zone consistently. Uh, I've been working on getting back on stage and just doing some time and having some fun. And I, he gives us a shout-out. He gives uh, the show a shout-out and gives me a shout-out on the DNR podcast. And then it's like, like my mission is achieved. I, 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 I have received a shout-out from the DNR podcast. The show's over. I'm not going back to the Comedy Zone anymore, and we're not posting any more episodes. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like as soon as I got the shout-out, I jumped off the cliff. So we'll just go around the country uh, <laughs> infiltrating comedy clubs to get in their podcast shout-out and then disappear. <laughs> Who was that masked man? Pop smoke. <laughs> First of all, there's nothing wrong with popping smoke. And if I had, if I had any available when I left the hospital, I would have. Right from, right from my observation room, which I spent several days in, I was just gone. Who was that masked man? Uh, we have talked enough How are about. You feeling, though? Are you feeling better? I feel amazing. That's the crazy part good. about it. I look. You look. You look good. You look. Like you're not about to cry from pain, which I, is nice. I, and again, <laughs> the audience didn't see that when we were recording these episodes, but you know, I, there were some times where I couldn't speak because I'm, oh, I'm working on my back. Hold on. I got a back issue. Wah. Yeah. But even like in some of your workout videos, if you know you, if you really know you, I could see, I was like, oh, he's so bad to video done right now. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you don't know. I never said anything because I, but I know you and I, I, there was one and you were on the treadmill and I was just like, he's got to get up <laughs> before his legs give out. And he just, I was it. literally just doing the video to stay in the competition. And then immediately afterwards, as soon as I got done with the video, I'd get on the floor and start stretching again or passing out again. I'm not sure which because I was having an ongoing heart attack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're giving me stress. I love you so much. I'm so glad you're okay. I am okay. And, and, and thank you for the, the I, I didn't really ask for any prayers, but if you thought about giving me prayers, I appreciate those too. I, did, I didn't really want to bother anybody, but those who think about me, and it is strange because our audience, uh, people in our audience who do have direct connect with us did reach out to me. If you need anything, please let me know. But, you know, at the same time, they were you know, respectful and gave me my space for the most part. For the most part, I didn't have any visitors. I immediately was in your DMs. I was like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> for the most up. part. I wanted to stab you. You're lucky I don't live close to you more. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm probably lucky I don't live close to you. Because as wonderful as Spain is, let's just say their medical ain't quite there. When in some I places, and there are some things that I would agree with on that, and other things. <laughs> I would when I did my VA physical, I had to go to Madrid. I went to the capital city of Spain to go to the best medical facilities they had available to do my VA physical. 
and it was like I had stepped into an episode of Lost. They were <laughs> they were using X-rays with glass plates, and uh, and they would make you stand in like torture positions in order to take the X-rays. They used electroshock therapy to run to. They they were using medical techniques from the '60s and '70s, and this was well into the 2000s. So Did it work. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it worked great. Yeah. Diagnosed all my Figured issues. <laughs> Let's move on to something other than me. The book of everything we go into it this week. I started to cheat a little bit. I used the index to find things about death. You know, I thought maybe we could find some funny death things in here because death is always funny, but there was none. So I'm not going to use the, I'm not going to cheat and use the index. I'm just going to open the book of everything to a random page and find something to share. <laughs> Every year, a thousand letters arrive in Jerusalem addressed to God. Every year, a thousand letters arrive in Jerusalem addressed to God. Honestly, I thought it'd be more. (laughs) I don't think that compares to the number of letters that are sent to Santa Claus every year. And those letters are in the hundreds of thousands, and they all go to a little place called the North Pole, where we know Santa lives. Nobody has an address on God. Who make who, who would think that God lives in Jerusalem? God could live down the road he here. He lives in the Bronx. We he, know that. He could live down the road here in uh, Blue Balls, Pennsylvania. No, he wouldn't because it's too cold. <laughs> is there a is there a song about God living in the Bronx? No, but I'm certain there's a, there is a song about God living somewhere. I'm sure of it. Every what, year. What was that? Thousand letters. What if God was one of us? What if God was? He was living on the bus on his way to the Bronx yeah. on his way home. I don't know. Kind of, yeah. Joan Osborne. That's in my brain. <laughs> that lives in my brain. <laughs> Song came out when I was in middle school. We are looking for our second random fact of the day from the Book of Everything. The Book of Everything provides you with something you most possibly never knew before. Our friend. Uh, uh, Laura Hayden, she does she does these little things every day on her Facebook page. It's kind of fun, but I don't know what her source material is. <laughs> oh, this is so true. Only 2% of women describe themselves as beautiful. Only 2% of all women describe themselves as beautiful. And 50, at least 50% of them are wrong. <laughs> So 2% of women are so vain that they would describe themselves as beautiful. And again, most of them are probably not. Well, I I would venture to say 100% of them are not beautiful because their personalities are quite shallow, narcissistic, and unattractive. Therefore, not beautiful. But... Inside that house. It, it, there's there's some fact to that. There is some the some of the inside does make it to the outside. But I I don't have a problem with a beautiful woman who doesn't think she's beautiful. But I do have a problem with a beautiful woman who thinks she's ugly. No, you're not. Stop it. You know. You know you've been treated special all your life, and it wasn't because you were the ugly duckling, okay? Nobody bought nobody bought the woman at the end of the bar shot because, you know, she was the ugly one. Well, there are times when that may be. <laughs> uh, closing time is in 10 minutes, boys and girls. Hey, hey get the one down at the end of the bar, a couple. <laughs> Lights are coming on soon. I'll take a couple, too. <laughs> That never happens. That never happens. Now you're just in the good old... Is that a milk jug of water? Why do you care 
what container I use to drink my water. No, this is one of the oh, urinal uh, urinal things from the hospital that you get to use. Wouldn't surprise me, but I think it was a juice. It looked like a juice or milk. <laughs> it's a uh, Turkey Hill iced tea. Yeah, so I just want to know you. I can, I can ask these questions. With the procedure, caffeine is now a no-no for for uh, extended period of time. And again, <laughs> I haven't been drinking coffee because I didn't want to have an issue. So it wasn't that shocking. But now I, as much as I have crapped on decaf so long for so many years, I'm now <laughs> one of those people who at my current, currently I have to be, if I want coffee, I have to drink decaf. So I now understand after all these years, I found out the hard way that there is a legitimate purpose for decaffeinated coffee. But as a server, as a server many years ago, pouring the Sanka was just because somebody, you know, uh, I'm going to bed soon. Then don't drink coffee if you're going to bed soon. I'll take some decaffeinated. It's still coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I'm using this container specifically because I think it makes the least amount of noise. Oh, but, look at th- you. but then I remember I'm going to have to edit out all of my swallowing because <laughs> I'm going to play a commercial. I am not playing a commercial because I got a giant exclamation point saying that didn't work. I'm going to try the hotline. You used to call me on my. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing. You know, f- all. So, Chef Christina, what what do you what do you make for the person who can't have anything? How do you put flavor <laughs> in food without the use of salt and sodium and deliciousness like fat? and sugars how what i am making an order with the business that has no name and i need to serve a bunch of heart attack survivors what do you recommend what do you put on the menu i mean just because you can't have salt doesn't mean you can't have seasoning you just can't use pre-mixed seasoning because all of that has salt and sugar you know but a little garlic powder goes a long way big fan of garlic powder garlic goes a long way but you may need to like leave if you're putting it on like a steak or chicken kind of season it the day before so it has some time to get in there because normally the salt would help things get in there better but longer so you're saying that if you use garlic powder a day in advance it uh, penetrates as much as if you use garlic salt it will be better than if you just like sprinkle it on and then throw it on there it's like a dry marinade like a rub Mm. and yeah and you're right any prepackaged thing is so filled with salt and you don't even realize it you don't even realize it until you can't have any of this stuff so they fed me they fed me well while i was in the hospital three meals a day for several days and i actually left the hospital losing weight but it was you know it was your turkey it was one turkey sausage and it was some some eggs and there was some fruit the portion control was was definitely there but <laughs> there was a huge absence of flavor. Mish's dash seems to be popular with uh, heart attack yeah. victims. <laughs> uh, well, Survivors. I'm not a victim. Dash I'm a survivor. <laughs> I think it's called dash now. There was a whole big thing about that. But I'd have to look at the, the new packaging. Anywho. Um, Are you kidding? They yeah, took but, the misses away from dash? I don't know. I saw it on the internet, so it must be real. Um, <laughs> but you don't even have to do that. You know, like, 
I mean, yeah, it is convenient, but whatever you have in your cabinet, find some flavors that you like, mix together. They're not doing anything that you can't do in your kitchen. I'm it's just in a jar. I'm very simple, and I do love a concophony of flavor. I do love flavors that are stacked on one another. If I go to an expensive restaurant and they have something that lights up my taste buds, I love that. But I don't desire that. On a daily, you know, I can eat plain toast. I can eat plain eggs. I can eat plain food. So I don't know if the dietary restrictions are going to be that much of a problem. The one I'm having the the hardest time with is the non-smoking. I was going to say. Yeah. That one is a, that one has been a challenge because that has been a habit that I've had for a very long time. Now, over the course of this program, you know, I did go six months without smoking. I don't know if that was started with a challenge. I don't know how we ended up doing that, but I did go six months without smoking. And, and currently, I'm, I'm a partway there. I've gone like four or five days without it. <laughs> I yeah, mean, take it one day at a time. I'm proud of myself because I have my, my vape cigar right here, and I haven't hit it a single time since we've been doing this. So that's, that's the challenge. But we're not talking about smoking. We're talking about cooking. I have quite the task ahead of me. The Tell rest us. Of night. What do you got? I'm, I'm doing a wine pairing with um, a lady that's teaching a wine class. And so I'm doing food for each uh, course of wine. And I have about half. There's six, six bites, six different wines. And I have about half of them done. Obviously, like some things you can't make until you know, the day of. As an but. example, uh, is this going through the, the spectrum? Uh, a, a sweet a, a dry white all the way to a sweet red. So it's going uh, champagne, two whites, a rosé, two reds. Okay. What do you mix with champagne? I'm doing a, it's a white chocolate uh, panna cotta with uh, raspberry caviar. Sounds delightful. What do you mix with your first white? First is it a, white is, is the first white dry or sweet? It's dry. Okay. So I'm going, that's going to be my first savory bite, which is a beet cured salmon with uh, Szechuan pepper, corn, and blood orange zest whipped cream cheese. That sounds incredible. Be- oh my God. It is going to look, I'm going to just hold this picture up for you. Um, it's going to look beautiful because the salmon came out absolutely stunning. And um, yes, that is that is quality salmon. <laughs> it's beautiful, right? You can't. It's going to it's going to be a really pretty dish. All right. And going on to your second white, which I'm assuming is a sweet. Yeah, that one is a, a lemon tart. So palate cleanser after the salmon, which is pretty rich with the cheese. And then is the rosé, which is strawberry forward. So that will be um, just for you. Vanilla cream puff. Hilarious. You know my struggles with the cream puffs. And, <laughs> and then, then um, the red, first red will be another savory. That will be a little potato cake with um, a carrot puree and a little piece of uh, duck tossed in an orange, blood orange sauce. And then finally? And that's the bold red. So that is the uh, chocolate brownie with uh, salted cream. How much does it cost to get into this wine pairing? $70. That is worth it. It's a steal, right? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're being compensated well because those are not those aren't a couple of Ritz and some crackers. You know, that's not a couple of Ritz and some cheese spreads. Here's a we're gonna mix this white with a, this this box of Chard Bournay with, <laughs> with here's a lunchable and call it charcuterie <laughs> with some Ritz crackers and some cheese spread. That's what this one goes good well with. No, that sounds amazing. Uh, is there any is, is it already filled, I imagine? Yeah, yeah, because it's tomorrow, so we have already taken all of our bookings. And how many? I'm excited. 
15 people. Wow. Yeah, 15 very fortunate people. I hope they enjoy it. I personally don't like going to wine tastings because it involves tasting different wines. And I learned years ago that the best thing to do is pick a wine, stick with it. Pick a beer, stick with it. Pick a drink, stick with it. That's how you survive the night without getting sick. But whenever I mix my wines, that's when I get a synergistic effect. And those things work together to put Tony under the table. And we don't like when that happens. Hey, do you have any headlines for me? I do. Since we've talked about Cheese Whiz, I think Lone's good. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Company offers Whiz infused lube to keep Philly fans from climbing during Super Bowl. Company. <laughs> Go Birds! Company invents Whiz. What? Say this again slowly. It is. Company offers Whiz infused lube to keep Philly fans from climbing during Super Bowl. Whiz infused lube. It sounds like my first orgy. Uh, we got a bunch of Whiz infused flube. <laughs> <laughs> the the producer asked me do you think there's going to be riots in philadelphia after the game if they win i was like there's going to be riots in philadelphia if they lose or win it doesn't matter it's philly it's a sunday let's burn something to the ground uh they they need as much whiz filled lubricant as they can spread around that city hopefully some of it is fire retardant philly fans <laughs> for the most part especially in philly proper are not pleasant people they're not likable i found myself at the nfc playoff game even though i was suffering from a heart attack at the time i found myself sitting there watching these people cheer their team on and uh i had never known there was a philly fight song before and and after you know seven touchdowns or whatever it was you you start to sing along you're like oh yeah e-a-g-l-e-s spells eagles look at me i'm so smart uh, <laughs> I, I hope they use the uh, I hope they use this lubricant uh, and spray it everywhere. I hope there's a lot of lubricant sprayed over every city where there are uh, game implications in the future. I enjoy nothing more than watching some t-shirtless little tattooed white boy fall off of a freaking traffic light from 50 feet above the ground those those are the videos that make my day <laughs> hey do you have another headline for me i do world's largest wearable cake dress unveiled at swiss expo world's largest wearable cake dress Sounds like the dumbest of dumb things. The only time I've ever seen a woman pop out of a cake that made me happy was when I got to see Erica Oleniak pop out of the cake in the movie Under Siege. And it's horrible. It makes no sense whatsoever that she would pop out of the cake when everybody around her was dead, like, surprise! And the cake was bulletproof, so apparently she didn't get shot inside of it. And I... I got to work with Erica Liniak many years later, and for one reason or another, I think they may have used a body double when she came out of the cake and under siege, because when I got to see her outside of her trailer uh, getting some sun in the, the movie Chasers, she did not look that voluptuous. <laughs> but Not everyone can be us, okay? <laughs> I just think like this whole like wearable cake dress trend, it just... I didn't know oh, this was a trend. Now you're just standing and and people walk up and take a bite and they like take a slice of cake. I'm like, it's cute, 
when it's like Barbie stuck in a cake and it's your kid's birthday, that's cute. But you have to just stand there while everyone else has the cake. Oh, and, and I don't want to just stand there. And then you're breathing on it and sweating on it. You have to be attractive or at least. And then the, yeah, the armpit, it's not, it's a, it's a, it's a heart. It's a no for me, dog. You have to, you have to, <laughs> you know, it's like when they put the woman out on the table and they put sushi all over and you got your chopsticks and you're supposed to eat the chopsticks off the naked body. We've all seen this. It happens a lot, right? When you got that, yeah. what you have is a tiny little petite, clean woman. It doesn't move and you don't think about it. But, you know, you put uh, you put baby boo boo, uh, honey boo boo's mama on that table. Nobody's eating none of that sushi. You put baby uh, honey boo boo's mama wearing a cake dress. Nobody's eating that dress. I saw like one episode. I didn't even see an episode. I saw like a clip on the old uh, talk soup there where old honey boo boo's mama just like picks her nose and then puts her hand in a jar of mayonnaise and then puts it on top of the turkey. I'm like, yeah, you are the reason why I don't eat other people's food, you fat yeah. disgusting well she's had surgery now so she's not fat and disgust i mean she's still disgusting but she's not fat well she's not she's not incredibly fat i still think she's quite overweight and she's pretty you know you can't change what's on the inside with plastic surgery what was that tv show they had where they took really ugly people and they gave them a bunch of plastic surgery and then they got them to hook up with one another and were surprised to find out that they had hideous little offspring like revis I, <laughs> I do remember reading an article about a man who whose wife had had a bunch of Maria had had a bunch of surgery, a bunch of plastic surgery, and then they had kids, and he was like, "These aren't my kids," and they were like, "Yeah, kids." And uh, that baby's black. Kids. That's not my kid. And then he asked, me, like, <laughs> "What do you like? What do you look like?" And she had, had all this surgery, and he was like, "You lied to me." No, no, he, he no, she did not <laughs> lie to him. Um, he got what he wanted. She no, I don't I don't uh, disparage that woman one moment. First of all, I've lived in South Korea. It is the uh, cosmetic capital of the world. And you get what you get. If you get a woman who, who has the eyelids done so she blinks like a, a Westerner instead of an alien. Uh, <laughs> and and the jawbone and and all the stuff that they do to to be an incredibly beautiful looking Korean woman and that's that's what you bought and that's what you get to take home you just can't have children with her because the thing that comes out is not is not going to look like any of that unless they start investing in baby plastic surgery which I wouldn't put past them I mean we're doing things to children in America that's ridiculous and uh, uncalled for. And we're doing it to children, which is the part that makes me angry. We shouldn't do it to children. And then people say, well, we're not doing it to children. Okay. There's these things called puberty blockers that exist. I'm not talking about this. <laughs> I am for just a second. I'm talking about it because it's time for T-Bone's Unpopular Opinion of the Day. Puberty is that time in life when your brain and your body kind of figure things out. And anybody who invented a, a drug to, like, disrupt that process, they should not be practicing medicine. They should not be making drugs. That process is, is a natural process for your mind and your body to figure it out. And then to introduce a drug into it that says, eh, don't figure this out. You don't need to figure this out. Puberty is supposed to be awkward and weird. 
but it's also supposed to lead to a healthy, functioning adult. All right, those are our headlines for this week. As you know, every week she gives me two headlines from across the globe, and I try to do my best to stay on topic and find some funny somewhere in between them. We have done that, and we have not done birthdays in a couple of weeks, so I feel like our birthdays could be extensively long. Let's try to keep them short. Oops, you're not invited to my birthday party with Honey Boo Boo's mama wearing the birthday wedding cake thingy. Ugh, God, it's just the thought of it disgusts me. Every week, what we do with our birthday boost section is we identify at least two of our friends who've had birthdays recently, and we give them the shout-outs, the birthday boostings of boostings. We, uh, we lie and say amazing things about them, or we're telling the truth. You never know. And if you're not good enough to get a birthday boost, you may be lucky enough to get an honorable mention. We, we identify each of these people every week in our magic mirror so that when they listen to the show, they just fast forward to this section and listen for the birthday boost. As always, Chick Brew, you get to go first. Who is your birthday boost? Well, you know, I got to start out with my good old friend, Ace Robodart, who you had the pleasure of having on the show with us before. We did. Um, yep, his birthday's coming up. He's amazing. So funny. He's such a good dad. I love that man. I hope he has the absolute best birthday and gets to spend time with all his little kids. I was not prepared to do birthdays, but I do have one. As you know, I have tried to canonize my friend's wife because uh, she's amazing and we have acknowledged her on her birthdays in the past. But most recently, my friend Tim Uplinger, also known as in absentia. In absentia, that's a legal terminology for, you know, being convicted and not even there. Not there. Tim Ucklinger is a great friend. He's uh, he's only a couple of hours away. I need to reach out and speak to him and see him. I'm trying to think of a story I could tell about Tim that doesn't get him in trouble. <laughs> One time he almost made me die at CrossFit. <laughs> what? I said, one time he almost made me die at CrossFit. The, the crazy, the, the, the best part about uh, Tim is when he, his very first hash that he does with us is he's got his young boy, Ben, who's who's an infant at the time, in this amazing back carrier. So Ben got more miles in the hash than most of the hashes got in because dad was an overachiever and dad's a racist. And, and when we say racist, we're just talking about somebody who likes to race, not someone who hates people because of the color of their skin. Tim Uplinger. One of one of the, the the people I love the most, just a great guy all around, wonderful family, uh, wonderful guy. You know, I don't know what to say about anything else. I, I think that sums it up, and uh, that that that's my birthday boost for this week. Uh, my next birthday boost is for uh, No Tan Ann. <laughs> I like it. Uh, no Tan Ann and I used to work together back in the days in San Marcos, and. You know, like, when you really love someone, they're just a good person, but they're, like, just a mess all the time. Um, that was Anne. I, she called me and, hey, are you going to work today? Because I ran out of gas. Oh, cool. Are you at home? Are you at the gas station? No, I'm on the side of I-35 between Austin and San Marcos. If you pass me, just pick me up. This girl ran out of gas so frequently on 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 the highway i was like why do you even start driving just to see if i can make it but once we would get in the car together she was great company to have it was only like 
It was only supposed to be a 45 minute drive, but it would always take, you know, an hour and 15. Stereo cranked up, singing at the top of our lungs. I hope she has a great birthday and I hope she goes for a joy ride that doesn't involve running out of gas on I-35 with that stereo as loud as she can. So uh, because of the uh, gap in uh, recording, I, I feel like I don't want to go too far into the future. It, it, this is this is a hard one for me. I am out of sync. There are people whose birthdays I missed, and I apologize. And there are people whose birthdays are coming up, but they're kind of coming up into the next one. So I'm, I'm going to uncharacteristically forego my second birthday boost and just uh, just list some names. Mike Moffitt having his birthday, Pat Bonatar having hers, Brian Haley having his, uh, Patricia Navarro having hers, Glenn McFarlane having his, Dan Lamb, and that's where I'm going to cut it off right there at Dan Lamb. Oh, what the <laughs> heck. Mary Jo Brandon, she's also having hers. So I got Dan Lamb and uh, Mary Jo Brandon. That's going to be my birthday boost for the week. Uh, my birthday honorable mentions, and I, I kind of jumped in front of you there so let's go ahead and get your honorable mentions in i got michelle salinas katie andrade and meredith hancock carmen bowles and jennifer weir excellent 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 um that is not finishing up for this week it is time for a resolution rewards update Resolution Rewards update. Here's what I can tell you. There were five people that entered the competition on January the 10th, 2023. And to date, only one of them has dropped from the competition. But to be fair, that one had a doctor's note. That one dropped from the competition for a reason. There are only four people remaining. If they make it to July 1st, their $20 investment will double. An additional $100 will be added to the pot. And then uh, let's see. And then it's just uh, going out through the rest of the year. And the Resolution Rewards Challenge has been fun. It's uh, driving traffic towards the website. Everybody makes a little video. We would appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen, those listeners out there. When you see a Resolution Rewards video pops up and the video is more than just a video, it's something slightly more entertaining than just like, okay, it's uh, February 17th and I'm doing my If it's any type of entertainment, like they put some lights and some dance to it, like I was doing on my last TikTok I did before, I almost died. Uh, if anybody's doing a video like that and you think it's cool, give them a like, give them a thumbs up and give them a little support. They're doing a good thing for themselves and they're doing a good thing for the show. So the Resolution Rewards program continues with only four competitors because T-Bone is no longer in the competition. Getting ready to close out for the week. Is there anything else you'd like to tie, uh, talk about? Oh, it was a good show. It did is. We a, hit the mark. Did we hit the mark. We did not. We did not hit the mark. We are early. And uh, Mr. Thomas, Mr. Uh, Allen, uh, Captain Allen. I don't know what name I use with him all the time. He. It's very funny. So he shares the uh, last name of our commanding officer, and he is a police captain, where she is a navy captain. So you know the Captain Thomases get confusing. So we've we've reverted to calling him Captain Allen. So there is no confusion. But when he introduces himself in a group setting, he mentions that he's Captain Alan Thomas. And I, I just ask him each time, remember to say, you know, when she's in the room, when the captain, the Navy Captain Thomas is in the room, I remind him each time to say at the end, uh, no relation. I just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. I'm traveling next weekend. I do have things. Oh, you're traveling. Where are you going? Have you ever been to Vienna? I'm going there for a concert. I, if I were going to go to a concert anywhere, I think Vienna is the place I'd want to go. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited ex because 
the band I wanted to see. I was like, oh, finally, I can go see them. And then literally last week, they were like, and this is our last tour. Oh, <laughs> and so they only have Panic at the Disco. Okay. So we're going to the first show of their European tour, but their last show is only March 10th. So it's only like, it's close. Cut it close. <laughs> All right. Congratulations. Enjoy yourself. Are we going to be able to tape next weekend? We'll see. We'll are you, see. are you? Are you, you're back in the office? Uh, I probably will not be back in the office until uh, later, much later in the week. Okay, well, maybe we'll try to jump on and uh, um, and do something before before I take off. Too easy. Good call. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today, as I remind you every day, be the best person that you can be. And if you are a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. And don't forget to get a second opinion. It might not be back pain. I love you guys. Thanks for the support. Thanks for thinking of me. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Darrell McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason. You can find the Darrell McLean Show at the same place you actually listed this show. Give it a shot. All right, that's it. We're done. We're good uh, at 57 minutes, so that's going to come in short. I don't care. I don't care.